0: It is, it is an absolute pleasure to be at SunWest. I have actually been coming to Calgary almost every year since 1981, uh, sometimes two or three times in any one year, and it's always a joy to be in the city, great to see what God is doing on this landscape, and I'm trusting today that uh, what I begin to share with you today, that somehow we can download more of the kingdom of God where you live. It's wonderful that we're here this morning but the action starts when we leave and so in the proton foundation our mantra is the goodness of god leads people to repentance and so um, thus based around our, from the letter to the roman church chapter 2 and verse 4 and so we're all the time fantasizing dreaming what things can we do to make jesus absolutely irresistible to the community that god has placed us in and so i'm going to show you a short little video it'll give you a picture of what we do but also it'll give you a context for what i want to say this morning thank you at the Porto foundation we love to help people and we explore in all kinds of different ways to help people Here in Romania, we have some really exciting things going forward. We are committed to a community of people where some of the poor people in the area, their homes desperately need to be insulated for the winter months. Right now, in the middle of summer, it's fine. But when it's minus 25 in the winter, it's a little challenging.
1: I'm so thankful that God found me.
0: There was a time when I was very
1: depressed I was afraid of the church because I believed that it was God who took my mom. My mom died early, when I still really needed her. When it happened, I was 14 years old and my health got worse. I had very high blood pressure. Two years later I had to start working as I had three sisters that I had to take care of. We needed our mom and I had to take her place. Our father remarried and he wasn't really helping us. He loved his new family more than us. We grew up on our own, when what we really needed was His help and presence. When I turned 40, my health became much worse, I had a heart muscle rupture while I was working in the fields, I was taken to hospital, and for three and a half months I was in intensive care. My son just didn't know what to do, and he asked for help from the House of Joy Church in the village. The church prayed for me. After the prayer, I began to feel much better and the doctor told me I could go home. I was told to be careful how I breathe and how I move. When my son saw me he fell to his knees with joy because he saw that the prayers had been answered. Heather came to visit me and prayed for me and I could see that God was working in my life. I wanted to go to church but I didn't have enough strength. So I prayed and God gave me the strength and today I still attend the church. I really felt that I needed to be baptized. Churches from other countries prayed for me and I was baptized. However, three days later I was taken to hospital again. This time it was different. I met a lady in hospital. I had a dream in which that lady asked me to pray for her. I woke up and prayed all night. With tears in my eyes and my hands raised to God, I prayed. In the morning, the doctor came to me with news that the lady had been clinically dead, but miraculously she came back to life, and the doctor was very thankful for my prayer. Through the work of Heather and Alex, I see that my life has changed. When I needed food or needed to go to the hospital or needed help with the house, they were always there to help. Through their lives, they showed me God, and I feel I have a new life. God helped me, He healed me, and now I can help others.
0: Romania needs you now you can partner with us on a monthly basis financially, prayerfully maybe you want to join one of the teams volunteers for change coming to Romania but right now you may have skills in business entrepreneurship that could help us contact us right now it's right at the end of this movie there is a website contact us, don't hold back do it right now Beautiful, thank you. Um, If you have your Bibles, uh, I'm going to speak from a passage in Romans chapter 15 this morning. As you turn in there, just to say that I have some resources that uh, are available, you will discover when I'm finished this morning, there will be a fresh level of faith inside of you. There is a gift, there is an anointing, there is an ability that God has given me that when I speak to a group of people like yourself, people have the inner confidence to what they felt they couldn't do they can do and the witness of the holy spirit becomes strong and it comes out of the communication the anointing and the teaching that god gives me and so there are some churches and you'll discover in a moment that i only ever get invited to once <laughs> i don't know if this is going to be one of those churches but if if you like what you hear or you want more of what you hear then there's a couple of things there that could be of help to you there's a there's a Uh, A media stick called Extraordinary Living. That's like living like a normal Christian. How do you get a word of knowledge in Walmart? Okay, don't like that. Let's go somewhere else. (laughs) How do you live strategically generous? How do you attract the favor of God to your life? That's all there on that particular stick. On this one, the innovative spirit, particularly for, for those that would be interested in um, seeing their economic welfare increase and get better, and basically become a blessing to the cause of Jesus and to the community, I, I'm on a campaign. I'm on a campaign to, to destroy boring Christianity. Boring Christianity is a sin. It's only a thought. Don't let it worry you. Okay. And so on here, we talk about how to develop an abundance mentality, how to release your money-making potential, how to increase your personal creativity so that you can be the person that God wants you to be. So they're there at the back. If, if that's all too high-tech, um, we, have, we, we still have some CDs. Sorry we have no we have no cassettes but we do have some cd's there's a series here called walking in favor 3 hours on how do you attract the favor of god it doesn't come doesn't come by praying more and it doesn't come by fasting more and it doesn't come by reading more reading the bible more so how do you get the favor of god to come upon you get that and you'll find out city planners this is how we're to change the culture of Calgary, our office, our community, our school, our, our home. We are city planners, and God will give us wisdom how to do that. And then a message I'm going to start this morning, I have nowhere, nowhere can finish it, but it's called Manifesting the Goodness of God. How do we get goodness out of our life into the world? Trust they will be a blessing to you. And I have to tell you, I am making a lot of money from these things. No, no, I haven't made money from Christians before, and I'm really enjoying it. It's fantastic. <laughs> and uh, all the profits of uh, what, we, what, what we make from that helps us to do what we do, as you saw in that video, uh, being a blessing to very desperate, poor communities. And so even if you don't like my speaking, you can persecute someone in Eastern Europe and just buy some resources. They will take credit card, cash, Rolex watches, children over 12. Yeah, they can help you. Anyway, they're they're out there. Manifesting the goodness of God. Verse 14 says this, I am fully convinced, dear brothers and sisters, you are full of goodness. Have you got that? You are full of goodness. Sometimes we feel full of fear. Sometimes we feel full of doubt. Sometimes we feel full of anger. Sometimes we feel full of apprehension. But God speaks over our lives today, and he says, you are full of goodness. But we've got to get that goodness that's inside of you out into our world. And he says, this is how we do that. Verse 17, so it is right for me to be enthusiastic about all that Christ Jesus has done through me in my service to God, I dare not boast of anything else. I have brought the Gentiles to God by my message, by the way that I live before them. I've won them over by miracles done through me as a sign from God, all by the power of God's Spirit. So the Apostle Paul is speaking in this passage, and he says, we, we are a group of people that are fully loaded. We are fully loaded with the goodness of God. And we are in a world, we're in a community, we're in a city that is desperate for the goodness of God and most of them don't even recognize it. But we have an opportunity to, to mesh into our world, to deposit the kingdom of God through three, three things. He says, this is how I did it. I did it through my mouth, I did it through my hands, and I did it through supernatural interruptions. I want to talk about how we get the goodness of God into our world. We start with our mouth. What we say, what we speak. We know the Apostle Paul, he was a preacher. He was a teacher. Oftentimes in a public forum, he would go and he would communicate the truth of God. He would, he sometimes, he would debate. And I guess, I guess if you don't believe in preaching, you may have come to the wrong room this morning because they do this most Sunday mornings. But that was just one of his kind of ways in which he communicated. But in Acts chapter 21, and verse 21, he says, he went from house to house declaring the goodness of God. Now I'm worried about you Canadians. I really am. You you are becoming British. And that's a scare. You actually... You actually think your homes are castles. No, no, I've watched you. I've been coming a long time. You drive up to the drive, you press the button, bzz, up goes the door. You drive in, bzz, door comes down. You sneak into the house, you close the blinds, you shut the drapes, and hopefully nobody will come. Weird. (laughs) Weird. No, 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 our homes, our homes are fishing boats. (laughs) Our homes are fishing boats so the goodness can be poured out. You see, there are some people in your world right now, you can't bring them to a Sunday morning gathering like this. Let me prove that to you. They're not sitting next to you. to your home you could bring them to your home and your home is a microcosm of the kingdom of God because in your home there's the peace of God in the home there's the joy of God no there's no perfect home there's no perfect marriage there's no perfect family but there there is a group of people living in your home that are being fixed we're not fixed but we are being fixed And when we invite people into our home, it gives them an opportunity, without us actually saying anything initially, to see and feel Jesus and the goodness of God. And when you invite people around to your home, you don't have to have the Jesus of Nazareth video going on in the background. (laughs) And you don't need a red-letter Bible open on the coffee table. John 3, 16. <laughs> no. No, you, you just invite people around and we begin to we begin to speak to them. What? Speak to them about the Bible? Absolutely. Hopefully not. Hopefully not about the Bible. Hopefully not about the Bible. Hopefully we talk to them about God's kindness to them, God's love for them. We begin to speak over their lives, the kinds of things that God is speaking of their lives, we, we learn to compliment them, we learn to encourage them, we learn to strengthen them, we learn to bless them through our mouths. And our mouth is the first point of contact to get goodness out. So you think of yourself in the workplace, most workplaces, you know, it's, it's difficult. There's people, there's gossiping, there's, there's people running down the bus, whatever. So we're not going to engage in that. As kingdom people, we're not engaged in that. So we disengage from that conversation. When it calms down, we reengage with those people, and we start speaking out the words of God. Not Bible text, but the words of God. And the words of God will be, Susan, thank you for your help last week. That really helped us to finish the job. John, you're doing, you're doing an awesome job, mate, in that area. Fan." And we start to speak affirmation and encouragement over people's lives. And do you know what? That starts to build the platform for the kingdom of God to come and for conversations to may start to appear in 12 or 18 months from now. Because our, our, the challenge that we have in most of our environments is to bring enough atmospheric change that people actually want to hear the message that we're carrying. Some of us just want to speak out. Some of us just want to arrest people and confront them with truth. Have you noticed it's not working? Okay. No, no, no. We have to prepare the ground. and One of the ways that we prepare the ground is we prepare the atmosphere. We till the atmosphere so that when we have seed... We can plant it, or if we discover seed in people's lives, we can water it. And the goodness of God, first of all, comes through our mouths. We speak, we speak into people's lives. And we speak the goodness of God, the mercy of God, the, the, you know, it's not, our job is not to condemn people. People already feel condemned. They don't need your help, thank you very much. It's the goodness of God. It's the outrageous kindness of God. It's the over-the-top, fanatical, unthinkable mercies of God that bring people to God. You know what the Bible says? People already feel condemned in their heart. What they want to know is, how the heck do I get out of this hellhole that I find myself in? They don't need us to push them further into it. No, we are, we are communicators of hope and joy into that world, then he says that we manifest that he said he manifested the goodness of God through his actions through deeds done, through words said and done, and so oftentimes we we have maybe used uh, Matthew 5 and verse 16 where it says, do good things and we'll glorify your Father in heaven. And in the past, the past maybe 15 years, we've used that for random acts of kindness. We started a homeless sh- shelter. We do a soup kitchen. We we, we, we try and help the, the uh, disadvantaged in our communities. And of course, all of that is good. That's good. But you can't use Matthew 5 and verse 16 for it. Because the transliteration of Matthew 5 and verse 16 is this. And as you go about your everyday business commercial life, start doing stuff that would attract people to the Father. Did you get that? So this is not a program. This is not giving up one night a week, one night a month, one night a quarter. No, 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 no. This is you wake up in the morning, and when you wake up in the morning, you say, Jesus, who are we going to trick today? Who are we going to have fun with today? Who are we going to who are, who are deceive people into your love and goodness and mercy today? You don't like that? Okay. <laughs> and we do stuff. We do stuff. We do stuff to attract people to the Father. Some years ago, we were working in a community in uh, Slovakia, and in that community in Slovakia, there's about 1,000 homes, about 10,000 people living there. The homes you'll see in a moment um, was uh, a, a very poor, very poor homes. Just keep moving forward with me. I'm on point two now. Give the boy coffee. he will be okay. Fine. Thank you very much. Um, and Janka and Ladislav, they're, they're two Slovakian gypsies, Roma people, and they love their people, and they're trying to reach reach out um, to them, and as they're reaching out to them, they they discover there's all kinds of needs in the community, and these communities are very, very poor communities, and so they, they realize they need some kind of a, a facility to help to meet the needs, and so, so... We had spoke to a couple of churches in England and we raised some money. They says, you know, we, we, need, some, we need some money to get a building. So you want money for a church? I says, oh, no, no, that's the last thing we need is a church. We need, we need a community center that's operational 16 hours a day, seven days a week. And so they says, okay. Got two little churches. They got some money together. Got this building. Can you move to that slide? There's a building. There's a house. Thank you. That's the house. And so that's the house. But it was in pretty rough state. Janka and Ladislav, at the end of each month, they saw how much money they had left, maybe 50 euros, maybe 100 euros, go down to the DIY shop, get some, get some stuff to paint and whatever. And it was going on for eight or nine months. And there, it's a really slow, slow gig. They're not getting then. so when, we, when one of our workers told them and said, so what do you need? says oh man we need about $25,000 to fix this house says okay so we spoke to some friends in australia and, and the group in australia says look we'll give the 25,000 dollars i think it was $25,000 but it comes with conditions this is the condition you can't employ anybody to do the work the work has to be by the volunteers within the community, but we pay for the fabric. That was just a flipping stroke of genius, because oftentimes in those communities, there's an expectancy that someone else will do the work and someone else will pay for it. But when they discovered they'd got this grant, they'd got this this fund that they could fix the house. Suddenly, a carpenter came forward and said, "Look, I can do. I can fix the windows." A plumber came along and said, Oh no, I can put the central heating in. Someone else come out. I can do I I can fix the roof. And so this is the house fixed. I know to you, you don't think it's fixed, okay? But well, this is fixed. That house is fixed. <coughs> you didn't see it before. That's fixed, okay? And in that, in that in that house, in that community, we were able to do. Post-education for, children, for Roma children who are way behind in school where they get so frustrated, they, they leave school at eight or nine years of age, guaranteed to remain in systemic poverty. Girls will end up trafficked, boys will end up in crime. The, we were able to do um, antenatal cl- classes, helping the ladies to come through periods of difficulty and challenge after they had given birth we're able to do adult learning sessions anyway cut a long story short cut a long story short after after 15 months over 60 Roma came to Jesus what is wrong with you I say what is wrong with you have you not had coffee Look, I said, sixty people came to Jesus. Don't we like people coming to Jesus? If you don't like people coming to Jesus, join the Mormon churches. Plunge your room. <laughs> and so, through acts of kindness and mercy and goodness, opens people's heart because the goodness of God leads people to repentance. We're in another community at the moment, and there is uh, there's 98% unemployment. So don't tell me you've got a problem in Calgary. 98% unemployment, there are mothers going at night, deciding, can I give my kid a bottle to go to bed, or give them a diaper? Because they can't do both. So oftentimes, kids are going to bed at night, naked, from their waist down, sleeping on a sheet of paper. No running water in that community. Mama has to clean up in the morning. And that level of indignity, that gets solved for $200 a year. And I say, and I say, the goodness of God would lead those people to repentance. One of the ladies came to one of our workers there some months ago. It's the time of the month. Period is running down her legs, splashing into the mud on the ground. She says, Alina, I've got to go to the doctor. The do- I can't go to the doctor. Can, can you not help me? That's fixed. That's fixed. That's fixed by eight bucks a month. That's fixed. That's fixed. Look, we can't have people losing their dignity over eight bucks a month. That's fixed. And so I say to you, in your world, there are people in your world that they have felt need... Felt need. And felt need is like loud music in their ears that is stopping them from hearing the good news of Jesus Christ. And until we meet their felt need, they never discover the true need. There's people in your office going through a divorce. They just need a listening ear. There are people on your streets. There are kids who are angry, who are products of divorce. Of Divorce. That's time, though, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> that's time, isn't it? So said, no, 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 Ian, I'm, well, I'm too busy, man. I'm like, I, I'm, This is Calgary. This is Calgary. I'm working 40, 50. I, it, that's time. That's time. Yeah, we're actually too busy to do kindness. That's a bit weird, isn't it? That was the question. We're too busy to do kindness. No, we're so self-absorbed in our own little world when we're surrounded by broken people. And the Apostle Paul said this, I did stuff through my hands. In your office, in your street, what need are you going to match? So that eventually, you'll get to the real need. Then, last of all, he says, "I, I, I found the goodness of God came through supernatural interruptions. Manifested the goodness of God through the supernatural." I think I'm with a group of people this morning that actually believe that God answers prayer. I, I think so. There's not much encouragement there, but I'll go in faith anyway. <laughs> um, We believe in supernatural interruptions. We were planting some churches in, uh, in Crimea some years ago, and there was a young couple, Yank,, Yank uh, not Yanka. Um, oh what were their names. Their names were Sasha, Sasha and Nastasha, Sasha and Nastasha. And uh, we were doing kind of traditional evangelism, you know, shouting at people. Forcing people into a room for a gun to the head. They're getting saved. is awesome. Anyway, it wasn't working. It really wasn't working. In fact, they were throwing rocks at us as we were doing these outreaches. That's not encouraging, let me tell you. <laughs> so Sasha and Nastasha, they, 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 they went away for three days to fast and pray. And they came back and says, look, I think we found the answer. I think we found the answer. God has spoken to us how we reach into this Muslim community. This is, Natasha says, I think... We need to offer to wash people's clothes. Oh, that doesn't sound very holy, does it? So they started going from house to house, knocking on doors, said, look, we're new to the community. We, we love washing people's clothes. If you give us your clothes and detergent, we'll, we'll wash them. And you bring them back? Yeah, 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 we bring them back too. Yeah, that's good. So as they begin to do this over five, six, seven months. They begin to build relationships in the community, and they come across a lady called Aaliyah, and she's seven months pregnant. She already has five children under eight. And so they say to this lady, you know, Aaliyah, we can look after your children on a Saturday from 9 o'clock in the morning until 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Would you like us to do that? Well, that woman thought she'd died and gone to heaven. The men don't have a clue what I'm talking about. Anyway, the, the girls do. Coming nearer and nearer to have giving birth and eventually eventually they said, to her, look, you better go in and have this baby because your husband's still in Germany, he's not back, we'll camp you, we will look after the kids. Well, she goes in to have the baby, and there's all kinds of complications. In fact, she passes out giving birth, they try to resuscitate her, they're pushing on a rib cage, they break one of her ribs, it punches her lung. She picks up a hospital, but cut a long story short, she's in a coma for six and a half weeks. Natasha goes in one day, she's been going in every day. Sat by the bed praying with her. And then the doctor comes to her and says, Tomorrow, tomorrow we turn off the machine. Finished. No, 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 you can't do that. She's got she's got six children. This newborn baby, five children. You can't do that. No, 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 no more money, no more money. Tomorrow, finish. Machine gone. Over. Wow. Tasha, this 23 year old young lady, grieved, moved, slowly walks back to the apartment, says to her husband, They're going to kill, they're going to kill Aliyah tomorrow. She says, We need to pray. We need to pray. They got two or three Muslim converts that came together, began to pray. It was 10, 10 o'clock in the morning. They prayed nonstop, right and through until 10 o'clock at night. They're only praying two things. Neither either one, Jesus changed the doctor's mind, or number two, caused a miracle to take place in his body. They break, they have soup, they pray right through till six thirty in the morning, and then people go, have to go off to work. And Natasha goes back to the hospital. She's absolutely nervous slowly walking into the ward, walking on the corridors. Then she turned up to where Aaliyah had been lying for six and a half weeks. And there's Aaliyah sitting up in bed with her eyes open. She said, I'm hungry. <laughs> I need food, typical woman. You know what I mean, typical woman. <laughs> I'm hungry, I need food. The nurses start freaking out because they'd only seen her on her back for six and a half weeks. They start calling the doctors. The doctors come in, they cart her off for two hours. It comes back. And I love this when an atheistic doctor says this, it seems to me as if a miracle has taken place. <laughs> come on, give Jesus praise. <clears throat> Leah goes home, has little son Ivan, he's four, he loves soccer. But he's got something wrong with his hip. They're not going to fix it till he's nine. Puts the baby to one side. Says, Ivan, come here. Sit in my lap. Says, Jesus, like you fixed me. Fix Ivan. Thank you. Ivan jumps up. He goes, the pain's gone, ma'am. See ya. <laughs> Five hours later, nonstop football. Come on, give Jesus praise. Do you know what Jesus is interested in using you supernaturally? Are you interested in being used? Can you be supernaturally natural, not supernaturally weird? <laughs> I don't like weirdness. See, sometimes you have a friend. You're in Tom. Ho- you're in Tim Horton's because you've got lost. Should have gone to Starbucks, but that was another story. Anyway. And you're with a friend. And you've been friends for a good while. They've not come to faith. They know you go to church, wherever. And you say to Jesus, Jesus, give me some stuff on my friend. Give me some stuff. And as Jesus gives you stuff, You don't have to go, yeah, verily I I say unto thee. (laughs) No, that's not necessary. You can say, I've been thinking, Susan, this is what I've been thinking. Does this make any sense to you? How do you know that? My friend Jesus, I think he's got some kind of interest in your life. I think he wants to help you. See, being supernaturally natural. We are in Manchester some years ago. We were doing outreaches. We, we, we were these, trying to speak to these hell's angels, and they were not having anything, a lot of bravado, arrogance. We don't care about nobody. We don't care about the pigs. We don't care about whatever. And I'm saying to Jesus inside, this is not going well. I need some stuff. I look at the guy on the end. And I start getting stuff. And the stuff is so shocking. I think if I say that, I could be in heaven in fifteen seconds. <laughs> I'm ready. It's feeling premature. Anyway. So I says, mate, just come over here, would you? Just come over here. And I pull him away from the crowd and I says, You know, mate, I know you don't believe in all this God stuff, but let me me ask you this. How come, how come you won't turn the light out at night when you go to bed? He says, who the effing told you that? I says, that person you don't believe in, and I got more information. He says, no, 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 don't say no more, don't say no more. (laughs) Did he come to Jesus and then, no? Will he ever forget that? No. Because I was there to plant the seed. God's going to send someone else along to water the seed. Ladies and gentlemen, you are fully loaded with goodness. Can you let goodness come out of your mouth? Will you let it come out of your hands? And will you be open to some supernatural interruptions? God bless you.